You got beef with Dave. It sucks that Dave wasn't part of that because Dave wanted to put you two on the rankings and Mark one, oh. even though you're number one in the league. Ouch. How is he going to do uh, that? I don't know. We might have to record that. Like, how is he going to do that? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hawk Dog Report. Like always, I'm joined by our esteemed podcast producer, owner of Hushman Zoli. Lock it up. Hello, Andrew. Championship. Wow, enough, enough. Silence is Mike. Oh, wait, you're the producer. Um, and then I co-host the talent owner of Oprah's in Trouble. Walker Tatsman. How you guys doing? Walker. Excellent. Excellent. Are you a little sick tonight? I hear some sniffles. You okay? You know, I'm outside and it is cold out here, but it's the only place I got great service, so I got to tough it out. Yeah. The coldest fantasy podcaster there ever was, Walker Tatsman. That's dedication. I'm steaming right now. Yeah. Just before we start with um, all of our content, I think this was the funnest week to track on Sunday. Oh, Would we had say? close matchups and everybody's putting up 30s, man. It was ridiculous. Walker, get the flex capacitor and let's go to 85 to last week's matchups. Is there any particular matchup you want to start with um, from last week? You can kind of lead us that way. You know what? Uh, I really, I was really interested going into the week with uh, Hoshi Mazzoli versus Stager versus the Who Disleys, and it didn't disappoint, man. We said it was going to be close, and uh, my goodness, if it wasn't for Marshawn Ladmore locking down Mike Evans, Stager probably still be on top of these rankings. But Drew put up a great I, week. That's a, a, unbelievable. I mean, it's it's as if Mike Mike Evans didn't play. I didn't watch that game, but. I have a hot take. That's like if you draft a guy that high and he scores a zero one week and make that into a bad pick overall. Yeah, right. The number like, one guy shouldn't be putting that up kills you. No. That was the best matchup to track because of first of all, the amount of time spent in our text conversation, even though I didn't participate at all. I was watching the back and forth. I saw the game come down. To the Broncos offense, Drew could not be confident. Wasn't he like distracting himself from watching the fantasy? Drew, is that is he's that, doing uh, his accurate? good deeds? I bet back in the house, cleaning. painting the shingles, a lot of cleaning, a lot of pressure washing. Um, that that game was really interesting because the Broncos scored like 17 points in the first like eight minutes of that game. The first quarter it seemed like it might have been going in the second half, but it was 17-0, and the Chargers defense had a one, and I was like, ah. Uh, this is no, it's not going to work well, especially like, you know, with defenses, you keep like think you're going into the week, you're debating like, who do I pick up? Who do I pick up? You know, this is a good matchup. This is a good matchup. And there were like, you know, nine teams on the waiver wire that scored more than one point. And that could have been the difference. And uh, the Chargers just, they, they made turnovers when they needed to be to make them. And they had that punt return and that sealed the deal. I was, I was telling Walker, I was in my garage, distracting myself, but I did have the game on, on a TV in the garage. And when that pick six or then the punt return, when he took it to the house, like that sealed the deal for me, dude, I was jumping outside on, on, in my driveway, like a little child with like little Bluetooth headphones on plugged into the TV, all dorky, you know, old man style. And it was, it was, I got to admit, it was, it was, uh, it was one of the most fun, you know, that's why we play fantasy football really for those like one moment where it like totally changes everything in the matchup, one play. And that was it. That's true. I forgot it came down to like a half court shot essentially with that punt return. Cause uh, you look like you're having a stagger kept creeping back, but that punt return, man, that was the sealer. I remember that moment now. Yeah. They were at a one during the first half. Like you said, they ended with a 14. Um, it's one of those fantasy things. It's, it's like when you go into a matchup, on Monday night and you have one guy and you're down like eight, it's just, the, it's like you're on the, you're on the edge of your seat. One of your guys can you just get X'd out of a matchup like Mike Evans and, you know, Marshawn Lattimore. Um, not only is it fun to watch and not only is the, 
image of you jumping around in your garage, just funny. It's also this this matchup, this win changed the league. It did. I'm willing to say that. I'm willing to you know put my name on that. Um, the, you know the we'll get to the power rankings later, but this will be a huge part of it. I, I have a feeling. Yeah, that was. I mean, you know what? We actually had. Uh, I mean, apart from Connor and uh, you. Uh, even, uh, the next, my next favorite was, uh, Robert and Coles. Cause, uh, going into Monday night, Robert looked like it was insurmountable, but he had Nick Chubb and I was thinking, man, this thing is going to get close. But Cleveland just laid that huge egg, man. Kind of upset Cole. But, uh, that I being mean, said, Bob, I think Cole Bob knows pain now. He's, he's starting to feel a little <laughs> bit of it. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I can do my bit on Cole now. I actually love to. Um, so he changed his name, Cole, to um, Troll Bob. Would you say? Is that a trolling? Of I Bob? think so. I think he was oh, trying um, to. Appease it the sounds gods like that, there. right? Because he changed his name. Because <laughs> you seem a little avatar. Something made to do with Team Dog, right? Nintendo Switch. So, at best, it's trolling Bob, and it's kind of funny. And he's got the goggles. That's great. Yeah, that's cute. I think um, by like four o'clock, Cole was just bound. I think down. it's psychological warfare. Um, and I think when you change your name, you're trying to forget something. And in Cole's case, it's the last two weeks. So, um, you know, whatever he's trying to do, however he's trying to dress himself now. Um, the fact is, is he did get unlucky. Bob had four, excuse me, six guys score less than eight points. Oh, my God. You know, we talked about that, man. Christian McCaffrey and Russell Wilson, they put up a 70 combined together. And then to top that off, he had another 39 from Will Fuller. I mean, what else do you – I mean, he, you don't need anything else. Though. That's 120, 25 points with three guys. Are you kidding me? That mm-hmm. is absolutely ridiculous. It's, it's, he's Mr. Consistency. We'll cover it later in the power rankings. Um, do you mind if I get a little selfish and move to my matchup? How do you feel about that? <laughs> Dude. Putting it on the 12-minute team. Dude, by, by like 1 o'clock – uh, you had like I don't know what you had. You had like 122 or something. I was sitting there thinking, like, man, you should just call off the dogs, man. At this point, you're just running it up, being disrespectful. <laughs> I should have just taken out George Kittle. I should have just taken out George Kittle. <laughs> yeah, right. Just put yeah. him on the bench. I was yeah, talking yeah. to Walker, and it was just like, and it was pretty late in the day. I think it might have been like towards the tail end of of those. Like, what was it? Was it only two afternoon games? Whatever it was. Yeah. I was calling Walker and I was like, man, Grizo is just smashing on Grady. And Walker's like, yeah, he's still scoring points. Like, it just won't end. Like, it, like <laughs> I left my house and you were up like 160 and I looked down and you were up 170. It wasn't fair, Dave, and it wasn't nice. It wasn't nice. It was mean, disrespectful. I loved every minute of it. Um, but there, it doesn't become a point when you're like, these points are kind of useless, you know? Like, it feels good, I guess. And I have the second highest score in the leagues thus far, but it's only one win, and it's beating up on a dead horse. Sorry, Grady, um, but it just you is. You made me feel so inadequate, um, man. I've been bitching about not having a quarterback since Drew Brees went down. You just go ahead and put up 170 with without a quarterback, essentially. <laughs> Rivers put up a six, well, and you still got 170. Get used to that inadequate feeling for next <laughs> week, my man. Um <laughs> Let's go into uh, to C. Murda versus Mr. Vasectomy, Bogo Vasectomy. Um, both teams put up a, over 100 points, but Connor eclipsed the 150 mark. Um, and his team has gone from cute kind of Seattle team to he, he knows what he's doing. He's picking up Philly, Philadelphia's defense, drops a 35. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's Breda gets a 24. <laughs> That's got to be the pickup of the week. You know, I mean, the start of the week's got to go to Bob with Will Fuller, getting him off the bench and getting him in there. But the free agent waiver wire pickup of the week, man, 35 from Philly's defense. Wow. Easy. Easy pickup of the week. And we we talked about it last week. Connor had half his team going on Thursday night, which was a great game for Seattle fans. But we knew all of his players that played that night were the local guys, part of that local crew, and they all crushed it. And based off of, like, Yahoo's projections, he had won the matchup by then. Isn't that crazy? And he did. Like he, he yeah, had that won, is crazy. That's without Philly's yeah. defense. And, he like, look at the projections. He was, he was already projected to be Lions by, like, 20 or 30 points and score around 120. And I think Philly's D, you know, got him up to the 150 mark. But, God, he's got the local crew, and they just crushed it, dude. That was awesome. 
Like, I got to yeah. admit, watching the Thursday night game and knowing that Connor had, like, every player that was, like, that was rooting for besides Cooper Cup, uh, that was pretty dope, man. Yeah, everybody put up big numbers like, that day. Like, it was like, I hope he got some sex that night because uh, he deserved it. That's like that's like a, a speedball of fantasy and your favorite team playing. Because he ended that night with a 53. Like, he, he, he went into this uh, – this weekend's games with a 53. And I'll argue that Will Disley might be the pickup of the year. I mean, also, just for Seattle fans going forward, you guys have, like, a top five tight end in the league, right? Oh, yeah. Is he top five tight end? He looks yeah, legit, dude, man. He's, yeah, he's, he's – uh, he, there's no stopping him. He's even doing funny quips on Twitter now. Uh, I can't remember what it is, but the guy's even got a sense of humor. You look at his face, and uh, I don't see many jokes, but apparently he's a funny guy, too. He's got it all. Well, maybe the, the addition of Luke Wilson has helped that out a little bit, um, which I did not know until last week. I saw Luke Wilson run, falling down after catching <laughs> the ball. Um, all right, our last matchup, um, Oprah's in trouble, uh, beat free T-shirts. Uh, <laughs> I'm always going to laugh when I hear that name. By seven points, it was a close matchup, uh, an ugly one, under 100. Oh, you know, Two of the three teams that went under 100 played in this matchup. Walker, how'd you win? Uh, you know what? It all came down to Art had Marlon Mack, and uh, he was questionable. And since he was a Sunday night game, Art had to make a decision on whether or not uh, to start him or not. And I, you know what? I would have made the same call because if, if he doesn't play, you're screwed. But uh, you know what? I mean – I screwed up, too. I tried my best to give it to him. I mean, DJ Chark, Tevin Coleman, and Sony Michelle on my bench, you know, it's like 70 points on there. I'm going to have problems trying to figure out who to start, man. I mean, I, it's turning out great, but, man, I can't keep getting these point threes and point eights and ones. <laughs> I'm getting too many of those. Your love affair with Eric Ebron needs to end very soon. Um, <laughs> I saw that you picked up – can I do the worst pickup um, in in the whole league is Daniel Fells that you picked up this no, week. Darren. He's projected <laughs> – oh, sorry, sorry. I've never seen a projection. His projection this week one. is like uh, like 3.8. I think it's, is it no, one? it's one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's projected oh. to go big. I said one – it's a 1.46, so uh, I think he's going to have uh, 14 and a half yards, I think. Okay, so that ends last week, an exciting week. I think we all can agree on that. Um, Walker, we're done with last week. We're putting it behind us. You know, we're putting in the rearview mirror. Let's get in to the power rankings. You ready? Let's talk about it. A lot of shakeups, a lot of movement. Like I said before, we knew a lot last week. We don't know much anymore. All right, we're going to move in to our number 10 team. Well, the development here for Baltimore, Marquise Brown is being escorted by the medical staff to the locker room. This team is currently 1-4 and four with a total of 437 points. We're sorry to put you here. We have to do it. It is the 12-minute team. Grady, 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 man. You know, uh, he's got some good pieces here, man, and he's still waiting on Saquon. But uh, all I can see when I look at his squad is Marquez Valdez scandling. And uh, that means your team's falling on some hard times, man. It's rough. Yeah, that is a rough end to your bench, but he is starting that man. Valdez Scantling. His name does not come off smooth off the tongue, right? And all I see when I see his team is questionable, 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 because that's what all of his receivers are, and that's where his hope should be going in to the rest of the season. It's not lost. It's not all lost. Saquon Barkley can come back, win you a few matchups, and get things close, but boy – I don't know if there's another team whose hopes have been flipped over more than the 12-minute team. Yeah, you got to think that his uh, 
his season's questionable right now, along with all these wide receivers. You know, he's uh, he's got to make a quick turnaround here, and he's gonna need uh, he's gonna need some big he's gonna need some big weeks, man. But you know what? Uh, the way this year's been going, I wouldn't be surprised if a couple of these guys put up some thirties this week and surprised everyone because uh, everybody's gotten their due except Grady yet. So you know what's coming. You know it's coming, but I would suggest um, you know he, he, he should talk to his GM, talk to his people, talk to his front office, and it's time to start letting some guys go. Trading Chris Godwin might be a good idea. When did you learn our language? I listened. You know on the fantasy um, statistics how they say how many guys are owned in in all of the leagues, all the fantasy leagues? Yep. And what their start percentage is. He has one guy over 70%. Oh, That's man. rough. That is rough. That is rough. You know, a I'm little bit of this, he's got to be having some fun with it, though, because he really, you know, he's almost to the point where he's got nothing to lose and he can make those uh, those genius manager decisions that we all want to make but we're afraid to do every week. So he's got, he's got you know, he he's got the freedom to do whatever he wants to do right now. And uh, it could end up being pretty interesting, pretty fun if uh, – you know, if he can keep his heart into it, keep your heart into it. Like I said, you're one and four. You're at the bottom of the of the league. You get two wins. You're back at three and four, and who knows? Uh, anything can happen. Um, as you know, I proved last week of scoring 170. Um, shit can happen. We'll, we'll we'll give you a little bit of a boat of a confidence going forward. But we're gonna move in to our number nine team. This team has also fallen in hard times, but still has a decent record to hold their hat on. This team, with a total points for 493, free T-shirts. That's right. Big Art coming in at number nine. You know, Art's got a solid squad, man. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it's, you know, it's amazing. Week one, we're looking at Marlon Mack, Julio, all these guys putting up big weeks. We're like, Jesus Christ, is Art the man? And he's fallen on a couple of hard weeks here, but he's still got a lot of great pieces, man. You know, he he doesn't have a, his lineup set yet, but once he gets T or uh, <laughs> Devonte Freeman in there, and uh, oh no, he's got Marlon. Mack. He's got this Colts on by Marlon Mack and T.Y. Hilton. Our, oh man, that's our, bad timing. Ours just got that. You know that happens when you play fantasy, where just like all your stars have consecutive weeks. Like each of them have a consecutive week they're on by, and it just kills you for like three straight weeks. He's just he's got that going on right now. It sucks, but it happens. Even the his Bills got, back backfield is out too. They're on by. And, and you know what? That's just a function. Like uh, to me, that's random because I'm never drafting based on bye weeks. No, you don't do that. This this happens to teams every year. It's happened to me before. Um, I think the one thing that you try to do is not take too many guys from one offense. Um, but he, you know, he's bet he's betting on the Atlanta offense, and that's not exactly the best team to bet on in any respect. You know, he's kind of betting on three. He's kind of betting on the Colts, Atlanta, and Buffalo. He's got he's riding his coattails, and if you just say it like that, you're you kind of get sick when you're thinking about it. But the guys he's got, I mean. Especially the Colts and Falcons, those guys—they're gonna put up big numbers. So uh, you know, Art might be due for a home run here. Maybe he could put up a 140, but probably not this week. I'm thinking with all these buys he's got. Probably not this week. And if you look at his average points are weaker in 98, that's not great. But when compared to Grady, I believe that's about 11 points higher than him. So he's not that far in the dumps quite yet. Um, but we're not going to be able to judge his team for another three or four weeks after he gets out of this, you know, unlucky string of bye weeks for his players. Dave, how, you, you were talking about this before the, the show started. How many weeks are left in the season? Um, I believe there's 11 weeks left until playoffs. A lot of time, man. A lot of time. Yeah, that, it's, too, it's too early to judge anyone. I was looking at – I almost looked at playoff projections today, but I stopped myself. I said, what are you doing, you know? <laughs> it's too early for that. Too early for that. All right, um, we're going to move on. We're going to move on to our number eight team. Second down and long. Jackson. Oh, it's intercepted. Jackson. Oh, 
Steelers take over with 33 seconds left. So far today, only one Steeler, Raven wide receiver has caught a pass. This team, we sort of don't know what to do with yet because we love, love his roster, still love his roster, still think he can be the highest point total in any given week. However, in this league, you're only as good as your last game. In Lions' case, you're only as good as your last two games. Coming in at number eight, BOGO vasectomy. Yo, these guys, man, I mean, the core of his team is so strong. You know, you got to think that uh, it's only a matter of time before he's back up in the 130s every week, man. I mean, he's got the best touchdown vulture in Jordan Howard. Still the best tight end. And Lamar Jackson, man, he's, uh, he's had some tough matchups the last couple of weeks, but he's going to explode again. You know he is. So, I mean, yeah. I think Matt's, uh, Matt's on the come up right now. He's due. If you just – if you just look at, like, everyone's top four players in the league, you look at Lions, Lamar Jackson, Derrick Henry, Ezekiel Elliott, and Travis Kelsey. Come on. That's, that's going to get you somewhere. I mean, that's at least going to keep you in the hunt. He's lost three in a row. Um, you know, that can happen to anybody in the league. He's played some good teams. Um, he, you know, he's going to be playing Grady this week. If he doesn't get a win this week, where does this season go, Walker? Man, uh, you know, I don't think he's going to be in that bad of shape. Yeah, we're, we're kind of seeing a trend of the guys who have been at the top, they're going on a little skid, and the guys at the bottom are moving up. So what we got here is a giant middle class now. And we really don't know what uh, what anybody from, you know, seven to two is really going to look like, in, you know, eight weeks from now. It's going to come down to the wire here. And you know what? You've got Derrick Henry, Ezekiel Elliott, Jordan Howard, Travis Kelsey. I mean, and then a quarterback who can put up 40 anytime. I mean, he's in good shape, man. I mean, just judging from Bob's team, too. I mean, Bob only has two guys, really, that put up great numbers. But they put up such big numbers that he can compete every week with Russell Wilson and Christian McCaffrey. So if he can do that. Lions can certainly make a giant comeback here. And matter of fact, I, uh, you know what? Uh, I'm starting to swell up a little bit looking at his roster. I'm not going to lie. We'll have to. Oh, wow. Little tiny Thank, you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Everyone. Everyone for that mental image. <laughs> Walker outside in the cold, swelling up. I feel um, like, let's flow. I feel like, Dave, you know, you actually, you and Walk probably talked to Lions way more than anybody else in this league. <clears throat> I'm looking at his draft. I feel like, you know, Lions has yeah. always been his guy, right? Like, he, he has his guys. And it doesn't matter, like, what the, what the consensus values these guys at. Like, he has his guys and he's going to get them, right? That's, that's been Lions' MO forever, hasn't it? Yep. It, yes, yes. Look at his jersey collection. Very that's loyal. All you see. Don't you feel like he's he, got some of his guys on his team? Like, I feel like Travis Kelsey is a Lions guy. I feel like Derrick Henry is a Lions guy. I feel like Stephon Diggs is a Lions guy. Hey, is, and Lamar Jackson. Stephon, so – I didn't even see Stephon Diggs on lines as a bench. I mean, the the Vikings aren't passing yet, or they, I guess they are now. But Diggs is a Diggs is a top ten wide receiver. You know, lines he is dangerous, man. He's been skipping practice and doing. Uh, he's been having some personal issues. Diggs has, and uh, Adam Thielen is picking up the slack. So Diggs better he better start showing up. Otherwise, they're going to call the Buffalo. He needs to call Kirk Cousins his podcast producer and get on the podcast because obviously when you push Kirk Cousins around, he throws you the ball. That's also, right. Also, I imagine Kirk Cousins' podcast is him like respectfully disagreeing with media pundits, but then also validating they they have the right to say what they want. I mean, it's the <laughs> nicest podcast ever. You know, I respect your. And, yeah, I understand your point. Yeah, yeah, totally understand your point. Um, this segment's been brought to you by Frost, or excuse me. Um, plain cornflakes, right? That's what that podcast is. By Haynes White Tees. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wrangler jeans. I feel like I feel like next week we we need to get lines on the show next week, and we need to go down his roster and talk about like, does he actually like this team? Does he hate this team? Because it's either one or way. No. It's very black and white. I feel like with lines, it's like no, I fucking hate it. I hate them all. <laughs> we 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 need to get into like what makes a a lot uh, player a Lions. Guy, yes, you know. Yes, yes. Okay, next week. we'll hold that for next week. <laughs> All right. All right, we're going to move on to the next team. Okay, coming in 
at number seven. This team, the win of the week, we discussed it before. You probably know where I'm going with this. But when your matchup rests on the arm of Joel Flacco. Championship. And the Chargers defense. Championship. You don't have much, but he delivered. He won the week. Let's give it up for number seven, our podcast producer, Hushman Zoli. Lock it up. Put him on the board. Hushman Zoli. Got it. And that's exactly what he did, man. He's going up against the uh, probably the scariest guy that you could face in Stager. And, uh, man, he came up big for all of us. I think we were all pulling for uh, the, uh, the front runner to go down. And uh, you did us all a favor this week, Drew. Thank you. You're welcome, man. We've already talked about it. It was a close one. I was so pissed off at myself because I sat Josh Jacobs in favor of James Conner, oh. and it was killing me. And that's part of the reason why I had to, you know, pressure wash the house. I was so pissed off. <laughs> it was one of those things, you know, like, and, and I was telling Walker, I made that move, like, that lineup swap, I made it, like, 10 minutes for the game starts, which is never a good move, ever. No, 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 no. That, that's the, the odds on that working are so low. And I, on, we, we talked about it last week, and my, my big thing with Stagger was, yes, he has three guys that could drop a 30 on you at any moment, but what happens when one of those guys have a dud? And he hasn't seen that yet. He did see that this week, wasn't able to survive. Whew, the league is a totally different league. You changed it up. You threw a curveball in the league. Uh, I, I would say that that's a more satisfying win than any win, even a blowout, is that come from behind – improbable win while involved in a text chain with the entire league. Uh, it was just, uh, it was, you know, a Sunday with the cherry on top. Great win for you. Um, all right. We're going to move on to our number six team. Jones is going to reach and get it. His fourth of the game to tie a Packer franchise record. What a game for number 33, Aaron Jones, with four rushing touchdowns. The team with the best-looking owner in the league. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just transitioned. That was horrible. That was horrible. This team has come back from the depths with a random assortment of people. When you read this team's names off, you will be asleep by the end of it, but they were alive and awake this week. I f- Even with Philip Rivers scoring less than a six, Aaron Jones came in with a 42. Coming in at number six, Scott's fucking tots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, man, I, uh, I found myself after the morning games just uh, mad, like, mad at you, man. I was like, man, just stop. Just stop scoring, man. You just kept on going and going. I, I thought you were going to tap a 140, then you hit 155, and then I left it until after the Sunday night game. You had a freaking 170, man. It's ridiculous. I couldn't yeah, believe it's, it. My, the last two weeks, I was doing this podcast as a favor to the league because my team sucked and we weren't going to make any headway. I was ready to be the funny guy in the 8th, ninth, 10th seed, hopefully spoiling someone's season. Now I have hope. I don't know what's going to happen with it. Um, I haven't even checked my bye weeks. I'm just living in the glory of 170 points in one week. But bringing me back down to earth, I'm still two and three. Um, you know, we'll get into my matchup this week. Um, I'm playing, you know, a guy that I know pretty well, a guy you may have heard before. So let's move on to the number five team in our power rankings. It for Cooper, hits him in stride. Cooper stays in bounds for the touchdown. Wow! This owner, obviously, there's a lot. There's a lot of controversy around this owner. Um, a three-time sex offender. He has been known to pee in public parks, um, specifically next to elementary schools. Let's give it up for Oprah is in trouble. Have I? Am I really known for that? Man, I, <laughs> yeah, I, well I, know what? I, uh, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know. I, I was well being watched. I, <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. 
it's okay, man. I mean, you're, you're allowed a few breaks. You know, you know? It, it has happened though. I got, I got to say. So, uh, thanks for telling the world. Well, we're still your friends. We always. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, uh, I, I think five is pretty generous for me. You know, I, uh, I have pretty close to the least amount of points scored. I'm only averaging about a hundred a week, but. Uh, had I got problems every week trying to figure out who I'm going to start and every week I'm leaving points on the bench so if I figure it out you're in trouble but uh good god I'm having trouble trying to figure out who to start oh my god I would I would too look I think I you're you're first of all you have the best three receivers in the league I mean it's unbelievable Michael Thomas DeAndre Hopkins you had an incredible draft and it looks like it's starting to like psychologically mess you up where you're not playing the right guy and you're overthinking it, man. I mean, now that you have Melvin Gordon and, and Eckler, okay, I could see that being a little bit of a di- dilemma. Um, the Darren Fells pickup is – there's – that's just – I can't even believe I'm looking at his name and we're talking about it. Cut this out. The, the tight end spot out, has been a problem for Oprah's in trouble all year. <laughs> I sent you a trade last week for Austin Hopper. You didn't look at it. Yeah, you um, know, I just looked at that. That was disgusting. How dare you? <laughs> do you want to tell him what the trade was yes what is it i uh, yeah it's austin hooper and who robert woods i think yeah robert woods for what michael thomas or or mari cooper <laughs> no no yeah <laughs> like, i can't even take both those guys it's essentially you want to put two guys in your bench and never start them and give me a mari cooper that's it after drew Brees went down at yeah, people wanted Michael Thomas from me too. Cole's tried to give me Aaron Rodgers for Michael Thomas straight up, and now look who's leading the league in wide receiving. <laughs> Fuck, every every single one of your running backs is in like a massive running back committee. Every single one. Oh my god! Yeah, he's right. I, that's like, why I got so many: Eckler, <laughs> McCoy, Michelle, Gordon. Yeah, you, you actually have running backs that are in the same committee. And then Tevin Coleman and Miles Sanders. It's crazy, man. And you drafted most of these guys, didn't you? You did this I drafted, yourself. Yeah, I drafted Coleman, Sanders. Yeah, I, I did them all. <laughs> I, I, I did all of them. I did all the poops. Yeah, man. I think you might I, go. It was always me. I think you might just go San Diego running backs. Right? I mean, they're going to split time with those guys. I did what? You, you might just want to start Eckler and Gordon every week. You know, it, it's looking like that, man. But I think uh, I think I need to make a trade. I got to be the team that uh, now that everybody, now that all my guys are playing up to their value, I got to get rid of some of this talent somehow. Because I'm looking at everybody else's bench, and I'm like, God, I wish I had easier decisions like everybody else. Yeah. Um, but I'm just scratching my fucking head every week. Yeah, I think an anxiety disorder is around the corner for you. Um even if I think you're going to have a good record this year, but it's going to, it's not going to be worth all the the psychological trouble. Yeah, it's it's uh it it the it could bleed hey, in the next year. Yeah. yeah. Do you know who Bushido Brown is? Is he a rapper? He's apparently he's Oprah's bodyguard in the deep in the Oprah's deep bodyguard. inside joke that is Walker's team name. Oprah's in danger. Not well, I'm here. I was when I heard that name last week. I I didn't know who it was until five seconds ago, and I googled this. I thought it was like an MMA fighter that Walk heard on like the Joe Rogan podcast. You know who Bushido Brown is? Who's Bushido Brown? A bona fide bad motherfucker. That's who. I'm looking at this. I'm looking. At, oh, now I see it. Yeah, he's it's from a cartoon the character from the Boondocks. He's so inside. <laughs> Bushido Brown don't wipe his own ass. Nigga, did you just tell me to wipe your ass? That's so inside, man. I mean, that's just. Uh... And I actually, you know what? I will say this. That's like a Lions was the only person who would know that. That's like a, yeah. that's a hat yeah. tilt. That's a, that's a head tilt. That's a See, hat tilt to Lions in Bellingham. We got to get Lions on the, on the, on the show next week just to, to get us, get, un, unravel all these deep jokes that I don't understand. Just let them two go at yeah, it for a send, while. Send that bitch a smiley face. Thanks. There you Nothing. go. Send that bitch a smiley face. All right, we're going to move on to the number four team in our power rankings. Third down and five as Watson sets and now throws it's Fuller. Will Fuller into the end zone. His third touchdown today. 
this team, Mr. Consistency, Mr. I randomly start players and they score 42, Mr. I'm sort of jealous of his team and I'm wondering when the luck runs dry, the coldest dog. Yeah, man, he's uh, he, he's even starting guys that aren't playing. He won without uh, Philip Dorsett was out last week and he still put up 150. You know, I, I, I don't get it. You got to think his luck's going to run out at some point, but it's not, man. I mean, even on a bad day, Russell Wilson and Christian McGaffrey still look like they're going to put up 20s. Yeah, and then not starting Juju Smith-Schuster and getting rewarded for it. I mean, that was crazy. He started Philip Dorsett over Juju. Am I doing that right? I, yeah. That looked like uh, that looked like it was going to cost him about at about 10.30, but uh, after that first round of games – you know, Jesus, it was over. After Chris McCaffrey put up that 40 and Will Fuller started just – it just was like raining touchdowns in Houston last week. Anybody that was a part of that game put up some big numbers. The Russell so, Wilson pick – I go ahead, Drew. I was going to say about Philip Dorsett, he, he didn't play on Sunday, yeah? He was out before the game started? It wasn't like yeah. a during-the-game thing? I'm not sure when it was. It, I think it was a game-time decision, but he's out this week too, so they probably knew about it. I I have Juju in a couple other leagues. I know Juju was questionable up until the game, but like an hour or two before the game, they activated him. I'm just wondering, Bob seemingly has more time. He has more children and more time than any of us because he is constantly finding memes and pictures and fucking decorating (laughs) his whole house with Halloween decorations. But he didn't have time to make that swap. I don't know, man. I don't know how committed he is in the league. I don't know how long he can. He was stay. busy buying the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. <laughs> in the top all. four, he bought that, and I was thinking, I was, and he sent that thing, and I was thinking he was trying to spite like his Russian neighbors that were like throwing pumpkins into his front door, but he lives in a different neighborhood. So Bob has, does he have new beef with new neighbors? Is that what this is? He's gonna have new beef when he finishes up putting his Halloween decorations. <laughs> how can you have beef with Bob, man? It's just like. You just take one look at him. You want to smile. And first of all, how do you have like it, Will Fuller was like a really savvy fantasy pick. So how do you have that pick and then Philip Dorsett on the same team? Like it doesn't make any sense. You know, like he must have checked his lineup because I know he lifts at five thirty every morning. It's not juice. It's a protein stick. So he had ample time to do that. I'm sure Marley was. I'm sure Marley does most of the caregiving on Sundays. Bob, you can come back. I'm and guessing there was true. an internal power struggle with the uh, family dynamic going on. Probably got too much shit for the fantasy football stuff and uh, couldn't get to Philip Dorsett, man. Um, <laughs> okay, so like I said, Bob is the model of consistency in this league. He is averaging right now 116 points a week. Um, you don't want to play his team. He may drop. He may put Philip Dorsett in there just to fuck with you. So we're going to leave, it, leave Bob there. He's at the top of the league. He's probably, pretty much been there the whole year. We're going to move on now. We're going to move on to our number three team in the power rankings. It's Roly Poly Coley. guy mr i know everything about fantasy mr um my team is the best team in the league according to us i'm not sure if any of that's true anymore i'm not sure if i'm overreacting i guess what i'm saying is i don't know what to do with cole's team walker would you take the floor please you know uh i still think it's a sex uh but if you're looking at i mean cole's had some serious points put up on him he was uh, at the bottom of points uh against in the beginning few weeks in the last Three weeks, man, teams have been scoring on him like crazy. So I think he's falling on a little bad luck. Um, he gave me an ugly one. Um, and this week was just, you know, anybody puts up 150, it's tough to beat them. But uh, Nick Chubb and Dalvin Cook still look like they're great anchors, man. And he's got, uh, I mean, his team's just balanced, you know. I mean, he's got easy decisions every week on who to start. Actually, you know what, his quarterback situation Dak Prescott and Aaron Rodgers, some weeks they look great. It's like 
they both suck on the same week, it seems like. If Dak Prescott sucks, Aaron Rodgers is sucking. So, I mean, he's uh, – but that's really the only tough decision he has is who to start a quarterback because uh, his bench isn't that deep. But his start, I mean, he is, he, he, he's, he's still the, the uh, most balanced team, I think. Me too. He's second in points scored, second in points against. He has four bye weeks this week, but there are four guys that you may not even start. I guess Allen Robinson's probably a must start, but John Brown, Tyrell Williams, David Montgomery. Um, you know, his bye weeks don't look great. He has three in week 10, three in week 12. I guess the, the overall point to, to Cole is that he, he lost two in a row and he's still number three in our power ranking. Do you, do you, yeah. do you feel like Cole is taking, you know, he's just, he's, he's taking too much, putting too much on his plate when it comes to sports right now. And he's, he might be, yeah, he might be a little bit overwhelmed. You know, when you get into something and like yeah. you bite off a little bit more than you can chew. I feel like Cole might be a little too deep and uh, he might need to take a step back and look at the bigger picture. He's getting a little salty with you, Walk, on the concussion protocol, you know, thinking he knows better about the concussion protocol. <laughs> I just – I think that it's getting to him a little bit. You know, I think he might be overwhelming himself with baseball. You know, the playoffs are starting. He's probably getting pretty amped up about that because, you know, Cole is probably, you know, watching it during the day. I I think that the, some things might be catching up with Cole's team. I look at Cole's team, man. I think Lions is a better team. Easy. Well, that's a hot, hot Easy. take. Hot take. Hot take. That's an eyebrow yeah. take. Explain you know yourself, what? sir. I'm, a, I'm gonna explain those guys uh, get their ego out now. That's probably pretty good. <laughs> well, he, he, you're right. His receivers stink. They're terrible. He's starting D.D. Westbrook and Demarcus Robinson this week, and I know he's got buys, but even with plugging in Allen Robinson and John Brown, I'm taking Lines' team over this team. I know Cole knows that he sees he tastes colors and he sees numbers and you know he can visualize musical notes and that he feels the vibrations in each note. But I just for, I think he's losing the touch. I think he's overwhelmed. Yeah, tasting colors and see like that's called synesthesia. It's like a disorder. So if he's if he's claiming to have that, then that explains his two game losing streak because um, that's something you get hospitalized for. And maybe we should hospitalize Cole's team. Uh, I'm starting to agree with you a little bit, Drew. You cannot have a position group that week and continue to have success. Do you want to put Cole on notice? I'd like to put Cole on notice. Cole, you're put on notice. Do you know what that ten means? Day, ten day yeah. pair vacate. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. We're going to move on to our next team. Um, we're going to move on to the number two team in our power rankings. You were good, kid. Real good. But as long as I'm around, you'll always be second best. See? Yes, everyone. It's Mr. Nice Guy. Mark Steger, the nice guy that could kick your ass. The nice guy who has kicked our asses for most of this league, except last week he struggled against Hushmanzoli Lock It Up, like we've talked about 12 times already. Coming in number two, Miggity Miggity Mark Steger. And you know what? He, uh, he's been pissing me off all year, and he even stole the tight end I wanted on the waiver wire this week, too. He's Gerald so, uh, Everett. Good God. <laughs> You know, somebody keep kicking this guy's ass because he deserves it. Hey, do you know, do you remember like, so my first introduction to Mark was when I was like a freshman in high school and, I, and one of you guys was like, go, go spar with Mark. And he ended up like, <laughs> like kicking me and I fell on my head. Don't you feel like it's unfair that YouTube wasn't around then? Because I bet we could have instigated Mark like in some fights with some like wannabe like you know, like guys like Efren, and he could have just like completely like knocked them out, and then just like <laughs> picked them up and shook their hands afterwards. He oh, taught yeah. me. He was my first introduction to the nice guy who can just completely kick anyone's ass and just walk away like it's nothing. And there's nobody more powerful than that. And I think he's been doing it to us this year in this league. He's been kicking our asses, but it's just really hard to be mad at that guy. Actually, I'm not even mad. That's amazing. Yeah, you know, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm salty. I'm done. Uh, you know, I'm sick of the nice guy act. I told Walker on, He's, I told uh, Walker on Sunday, I was like, I can't take this shit, man. I can't take this anymore. Like, <laughs> Stagger was beaten. Like, and it was, uh, Dave, you were talking about this the other week, or somebody was Walker last week when you, or two weeks ago when you were down like 170 to 10, like at 12, you know, 11 a.m. in the morning. Oh, God. Yeah, it was like. 
Stagger was up like by forty points, like at, with like you know at eleven in the morning. And I was like, it's like, oh, I missed twenty points for Sterling wh- Shepard. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and what was he saying that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, God, that's annoying. But he's like genuine. Like, like Walker, you handle these losses a lot better than I do. Like I just check out. <laughs> yeah. Like I got to detach myself. You know. <laughs> I do what Drew does. I try to distract myself, but it never works. Oh yeah, I got it. I got it. Oh. The Staggers team is dangerous. Oh my god. Uh-huh. Oh, Deshaun, it, does is there a quarterback that looks better? I mean, Patrick Mahomes is the man, right? But is I mean, next to him, it looks like Deshaun Watson. As far as fantasy goes, I mean, he's the guy I want, you know, because he's running all over the place too. What about like in your romantic life? Is he the guy you want too? Oh, tall, dark, and sexy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm more of a Garoppolo guy myself. You um, would be. One, yeah, I know, right? One thing going forward for him is Deshaun Watson, Tom Brady have the same bye week. So he's got to figure that out right now. I'm actually regretting saying that because he, he's going to plan ahead. For him. <laughs> yep, nice. I just did it to myself. Um, Bring the clouds in, man. He deserves some, uh, some, uh, a storm on the horizon, man. Um, I'm it's 120 gonna, points a week. Can't go on forever. 121 points a week. He's the, he's probably the best team in our league. We'll get to that later. I got some takes for Stager, who Disley, still consistent, still near the top, but he's not quite at the top, guys. We have one more team. All right. It's the moment everyone who's listening has been waiting for. We're going to go into our number one team on the power rankings. This team has not lost in a month. Four games in a row. Undefeated since changing his team name to C Murda. Coming in number one, Connor Harrell. C Murda coming in at number one, man. You know, uh, I pictured that. You know, I wanted this. You know, I don't think I've ever rooted for another fantasy team more than this team, to be honest with you. I mean, how could you not? You got all these local guys and all the good ones. You know, there's a team I wish I had the balls to have. I just wish I knew what it feels like. But you're all in luck because we got C. Murder himself live from prison and with us today. How's it feel to be a number one, Connor? Hey, hey, man. It's feeling real good. I'm happy to be here, fellas. Long time listener, first time caller. Starting to feel like a real uh, pro in this league, like a fantasy guru, since it is my second year actually playing fantasy football. You've come a long way, man. I mean, week one, uh, you had a little stinker trying to figure out who to start. And, uh, geez, since then, you have not made a mistake, and you haven't lost in a month. Yeah, Walk, you got the the best of me on that one. The uh, first week, a little confusing. Who's on the bench? Who's starting? Um, But I kind of started (laughs) to figure this out, and I'm uh, I'm set to to take out Stagger this uh, this coming week. Ooh, that's a big matchup this week. that's what we want to hear. That's the two the two powers going at. This is East versus West. This is USA versus the USSR and uh, Stager's Ivan Drago and your Rocky. Exactly. I am still confused on his name though. Is this actually Who Disley without Will Disley? Oh, because whose team is Will Disley on? Mine. Oh. I think I think we should go with Cole's approach and just rename Will Disley to Hugh Disley. Okay, because it sounds better. I think uh, Cole's still kind of the shit talker and the guy to beat up again this week. He's on that horse. I think Drew's going to knock him off. You know what? I I hope that his ego is out. But actually, you know what? I hope his ego is still in because that's probably why he's been losing the last couple of weeks. But we just don't know. <laughs> you know, right now, you're the man. You are on fire. you got the four-game winning streak. And uh, I think everybody wants to be in your shoes. I was kind of looking at Bob and Art's matchup this week, and I was thinking that Art doesn't even stand a chance because he didn't even come over to the draft. So there's no way he's going to be the Bobby Digital this week. That's right. Bob did host the draft. You know, that might be his, uh, his saving grace this year because, uh, God, you look at his team. He's only got two guys that are doing and he's still just kicking ass. So he did something. He uh, – he appeased somebody. Maybe it's all the housework he's been doing around the house. 
You know what I mean? Maybe that's why he didn't start <laughs> it works. Dorsett. Yeah. It works, man. <laughs> that's how I got Cole. Hey, Connor, I got to ask. So I know you very well. Are you starting to – is there a player on your team that's not a local guy that you've now started to watch because he's on your team and you watch his highlights pretty closely now? Yes. Actually, a pretty cool thing about fantasy that I never realized is that you actually enjoy, like, that random game. Yep. That 10 a.m. game that usually would have no interest in or that Monday night game. I'm actually watching uh, Sanders or Odell or something like that, whoever it may be. And I'm actually, like, excited about a field goal, which is pretty rare. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, I didn't even realize. Do you guys realize that the cherry on top is that Connor has Jason Myers now? Just the, grab the him. Seahawks kicker. <laughs> yes. Just, just scoop that little guy up. That's amazing. All right, Connor, I got one more question for you. I was telling the guys on the last show that we were tailgating the other weekend. And you were sitting down in a chair, looking down at your phone, and you just looked over at me and told me, looked up at me and said, hey, man, I figured out how to play fantasy football. <laughs> and then and I was talking to the guys about how, like, either you did figure out fantasy football and, like, now you know how to put the guys in and, and you know how to dominate an entire league. But I also saw that you had changed your avatar to Pimp C that same day. And so I was wondering, what I've been wondering, like the burning question in my heart has been, did you feel like you figured out fantasy football because of like the players and putting lineup changes in and stuff? Or did you feel like, were you telling me that because you changed your avatar to Pimp C and his fur hat? <laughs> I would say it's got to be a little bit of both. <laughs> uh, I got to agree that Pimp C coming in in the, uh, in the all white outfit like that has probably boosted at least a couple wins um but i also gotta say figuring out how to put in the correct players and having to actually pull people off um that aren't playing that week and that's actually important figuring that out has been a huge uh huge leap in my uh almost almost all win season for sure man so a little style bringing a little style to the league yeah, and I did go with a couple of wild names in between there, but I had to go back to the straight C murder because it's just uh it's just it's stuck around this long. I gotta hold it true. <laughs> All right, man. Well, it's been great talking to you, man. We're wrapping up this podcast late Saturday night. It's been great to have our first guests. Stay tuned next week, see who we're gonna have coming in next week. We're gonna see who's hot, who's not. And it's been a pleasure this week, fellas. Thanks for joining us again, Connor. Hell yeah, I appreciate it. Go Hawks, man. Go Hawks. All right. Peace out, guys. That'll do it for the Hawk Dog Report. As always, it's brought to you by Top Tier Collision. Don't forget to stop on by for the Sober October promotion. Anyone who can bring in clean piss gets 50% off their next oil change. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.